Aloha kako everyone and welcome to the Sisters and Brothers in Crisis podcast. I'm your host, Verna, and today's topic, we are going to discuss anxiety. And before we get started with that, I'd like to simply remind everyone that this podcast was created for both men as well as women and for teenagers and senior citizens and just generally anyone who just wants to recover from dysfunctional and toxic kind of relationships. I feel that, you know, these things were not put out for us way back in the day when we were growing up. And a lot of this information could be useful in preventing us from getting into further dysfunctional and toxic relationships. And once we start to heal and work on ourselves, I feel that we would be in a much better place to encounter healthier relationships. So basically, that is what this podcast is created for. It is simply a means of helping and supporting other people. I want to disclaim that I am not a therapist nor a counselor. I am just a person who really just loves to support people in their walk and their journey into healing. So with that, let's get started on today's topic, which we want to discuss anxiety. And what is anxiety? How do we describe that? Anxiety is actually a a feeling of being worried or nervous about something. You are going to feel uneasy about an event coming up or a situation that you are in. And it's a general fear of uncertainty. And that is where this feeling of anxiety is going to surface. Yeah, you're going to start to feel anxious about something. And once you start overthinking that, you may go into what we call an anxiety or panic attack, which is something that, you know, you're going to feel out of control from your body. This is where you're going to feel um, super nervous. You'll start to sweat your heart may beat faster, you'll have this hypervigilance of wanting to just, you know, take care of everything in a certain manner, or you may feel the complete opposite where you may want to run and escape from the situation. And, you know, it has ongoing effects after that one event or situation when you come back home or when you start to relax or try to relax you know a lot of people they they have end up with insomnia because they cannot put their mind at ease they tend to worry or feel that anxiety and that is what that is what exactly anxiety does to your body and your emotions and how you feel and depending on if you address it or not anxiety can bleed into many other health problems this is where you know you'll start to see people getting um, things like high blood pressure migraines rashes um it 
physically takes a toll on your body if you do not address it. Now, a lot of people don't realize that because we tend to think as emotional things are different from physical things. But if you really look into how your body works, a lot of the time your mind has control as to how your entire body functions. So this is where, you know, this is where medical treatment and science come into play and um, the holistic view of things in treating yourself. But for me, I want to just address the fact that, hey, we may have anxiety and what are we going to do about it? And every person has their own choice in how they treat it and if they're going to allow it to affect their body in the ways that it can break down your body and actually just start to break down your mind in how you think and process things. Now, um, when we talk about anxiety and how you feel in that moment, that is one thing. And, you know, we want to also address on what co- what causes that? What causes anxiety? That particular situation. And then we're also going to, f- we're also going to think, really, really think about that situation. And where does it come from? It can be actually a trigger into something that you experienced before. So it's very familiar, yeah? And this is what we discussed in my last episode of Triggers, yeah? What happened during that moment when you're being triggered and what happens now when you're in the situation, you got triggered and now you're in panic mode Now you're feeling anxiety. And what are we going to do about it now? And where does it come from? Yeah, so this is why we want to take you on this journey of healing so that we can identify it and recognize it and process it. This is where I want to help you and support you in this walk into your journey of healing yeah, and a lot of people may not think like, ah, I don't need, I don't need that. Okay, well, you can think that. But when we consistently encounter these kind of situations, um, we might want to take a closer look that, hey, maybe we do have it. And it's not bad to have anxiety. You know, a lot of the times women will, will foremost more so than men admit that we have anxiety. But you know what? Men have anxiety too. They were just probably never taught about that. They probably don't talk about it with their male friends um, because this is something that, you know, we see as a weakness to have anxiety and to experience um, uncertainty about things, to worry about things. Men are taught to just, you know, take life as it comes and conquer life. But hey, that's, you guys know, that's the farthest thing from the truth. Men worry about things. Men get flashbacks 
of their past or their childhood that was traumatic for them. And men also feel anxious about things. And it's okay. Okay, because we're all humans. We're all created equally in a sense. The only difference is the gender. Yeah, so let's just let's just admit that men and women experience the same kind of emotions. It's just on how we are raised and taught to process them. And this is where I want to support men and women as well as teenagers who are not even taught these things by their parents yet, most likely, and to my senior friends as well, who way back in the day, in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and 70s, we none of these kind of things were ever brought up. And this is where we are learning that we do experience these emotions, and now we need to process them. Yeah. So that is what anxiety will make you feel like. And, you know, we want to address that we're feeling a certain way. And we want to also realize where is it coming from? We want to think back. Why do I feel anxious about this situation? Maybe it's finances. When you and your spouse are fighting about finances, maybe money was an issue for your family. Maybe you were like the rest of us. You grew up, you know, middle class, more on the on the poor side. Your family is struggling. And, you know, maybe one parent was always laid off or one parent didn't work and money was an issue. Um, you know, it, back in my days, we're kind of embarrassed to be on food stamps to get reduced lunch to get free milk and you know it's embarrassing when we come to school with I don't know a certain kind of peanut butter and jelly sandwich and maybe double ham sandwich that's all we usually are going to bring we hide these feelings of we're a little bit embarrassed because we don't have the whole nine yards like some of the other kids so we don't realize it back then because we kind of pack things down. But if you were embarrassed that your parents or your family didn't have as much money as the next person, then you may feel insecure and anxious about money. Yeah? And that is legit. It's okay because you're not alone. Um, You can also have anxiety about being abandoned to say you're in a relationship and you know you you keep on staying in this relationship even if it's unstable you're constantly fighting you don't agree you get emotionally abused or taken advantage of but you continuously stay in this relationship and why do you stay because you have anxiety about being abandoned because maybe your parents divorced and you feel like you were abandoned by one of your parents. Uh, maybe, maybe when you were younger, you didn't even have parents. You got left and you were hanaid by another family 
or, you know, for those of you that are not local, hanai is a meaning for us as Hawaiians as adopted, kind of just not legally, but you're kind of adopted into another family. So you may come with issues of abandonment that cause you to have anxiety. Um, maybe you were put down by your one of your parents or your peers that you know you were not good enough whether it be in academics or in your extracurricular activity you're not as good as a football player as so and so you're not as good as a dancer as so and so so now you have this anxiety of not being good enough in a certain situation you tend you tend to have insecurities about yourself and this creates a great anxiety now for when you want to do something or try out for something and you get nervous and you get anxious about it because people fed those lies into your mind that you were not good enough or why couldn't you be as good as so-and-so. I'm just giving you certain kind of situations that may cause a person to have anxiety because I want to make everyone realize whether it's men or women that we all experience these kinds of things and if we don't address them we're going to carry this into all of our relationships and if we never identify and address them, it's just really going to cause havoc in our relationships because we're going to get hypervigilant about things. We're going to get easily offended when somebody says something hurtful that will remind us of what was told to us way back when. So these are primary examples of feelings from anxiety and what are the kind of things that we tend to do um, we tend to do what is called a fight and fight or flight mode we're either gonna fight about it when we feel pressured and anxious about something so yeah when we when these situations come up with our spouses we're gonna get offended we're gonna get hurt and now we're going to fight about it. We're going to argue about it. We're going to carry on about it into the rest of the evening, the, of the next couple of days. This could be ongoing. And then there's the opposite, what people do. It's called the flight mode. We tend to run away from it. So we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to address it. We're not going to bring it up. We're, a lot of the times, we're given the silent treatment. That is one form of not addressing something. You're given the silent treatment for an extended amount of time. Soon enough, it's going to get forgotten and swept under the rug. And it will never be addressed until it resurfaces again. And I'm not saying it's going to get addressed, but it's going to come up again. Yeah, so these are examples of things that we tend to do 
when we become anxious and have anxiety about something. And these are just primarily the things that human beings do. Fight about it or flight about it. Okay? Fight or leave or silent treatment. And what do, what do we want to do after we figure out that we we do have anxiety and we come to admit that what are we going to do about it we're going to process it we're going to sit down and we're going to think where does this come from what triggered me and where is the root to where this feeling of anxiety comes from and i'm going to be straight up honest with you guys it ain't always easy to think about that because this is why we never addressed it because it's painful it's hurtful it reminds us of uh, it reminds us of a time when we were young when we were vulnerable when we were hurt and nobody wanted to listen to us and we just learned to pack this feeling of anxiety down so that we would never have to remember it or bring it back up again. This is this is how we're going to process it. We're going to have to think about it. We're going to have to relive it for a moment. And it's okay. This is where I want to support you folks in this part of the journey. Because I know first and foremost that it's painful, that it's hard, and it's just sometimes devastating for a lot of people and this is exactly where god wants you so that you can process it yeah and what are some of the things that we can do after we bring it up and we let it surface i want to tell you that it's okay to feel that emotion to feel hurt it's okay to cry about it it's okay to feel discouraged and sad just for the moment because you have to allow yourself to feel that way because you probably didn't allow yourself to feel that way when it initially happened because it was too painful. So now that we're older, it's okay to process it. It's okay to cry about it. It's okay to remember it. It's okay to think about, wow, these are my closest people and they told me this or they treated me this way. It's okay. This is a journey to healing on how we process things, okay? And what do we do after we do this painful part, okay? Now we're going to... We're going to, for those of you who are Christians, we're going to go into scripture and we're going to find something that matches up to how we feel. Yeah. Do you feel broken? Do you need God to restore you? Do you need him to rebuild you? What do you feel? So for those of you who are believers in Jesus Christ, this is what we're going to do. We're going to look into scripture. Um, For those of you who do not know Jesus, what do we do? We are going to, I am going to ask you to write a letter 
to yourself at that age. Because we want to address how you felt and to allow yourself to know that it's okay now. You are older, you realize what happened, and now we're going to start to heal from that. Okay? And we're also going to find a support system. Yeah, I talk about this a lot. And finding one person, two people, maybe even three. People that you can truly share your heart with that will support you in this. This is what my my church, my friends, this is what we call a small group. We find people that we can trust with our deepest issues and concerns Uh, knowing that they won't go out and share these things and we confide in them and we talk about we talk about the things that we experienced and you know this is where we get support they can't please know that they cannot fix you they cannot change your past but these kind of people are the ones who are going to support you So those of you who are believers in Christ, these people are going to pray for you. For those of you who do not know Jesus Christ, these are the people that are going to support you. They're just going to sit there and listen because that's a great part of healing is we just want to be heard. That's all you wanted as a child is just to be heard. Yeah. And um, this is what is going to help process your anxiety and what are some of the tools that you can use after you know you've discussed this with your friends well now you're going to find things that you like to do yeah so that you're going to you're not going to forget about your anxiety but you're going to relieve your anxiety by doing something that you like to do and let me just remind you folks The thing that we're going to do is healthy, okay? We're not going to go and drink something. We're not going to do go and take a drug. No, we're going to do something that we like to do, like a hobby. Do you like to surf? Do you like to sew? Do you like to sing? Do you like to dance? These are the healthy things we are going to do to help relieve some of the anxiety, okay? So... You're not, you're not, obviously you're not going to fix your finances by just doing this, but it's going to relieve your anxiety so that you can later think clearly onto how you can resolve other things. Okay. So I know this was a lot. I know I talked for a good 23 minutes on and on and on, but anxiety is a big deal guys. Because this is, this is the first thing that's going to surface up when we start to fight and argue about something. Because we're anxious about something. Because it offends us. It hurts us. So we want to identify it and we want to address it. And then we want to process it so that later we can resolve it. So with that, I'm going to end on that note. For those of you that want to take the extra step in the meditation that I give you folks. Um, I'm going to do a whole another podcast 
since this one is super long already and um, we can we can process that in my next episode that I'm gonna tag on as part two of this okay so with that guys I hope this was helpful I want to help you and walk alongside you in your journey of healing and I just pray that you guys will take this into heart and we'll do it so until we meet again everyone malamapono take care of each other take care of yourself first and foremost and until we meet again ahoy ho